Hi, thank you so much for joining the podcast tonight. I'm very happy to bring you a friend and an amazing clinical psychologist. His name is Dr. Richard Shulman, located in Sarasota. Some of the show notes, I'm sure you will see his contact information. We had a great conversation, not just about mental health and how to navigate through it during COVID-19, but also a little bit about music and being kind to others and all the things that we need to do right now during this uncertain time. So I hope you enjoy the podcast and I hope you check out Dr. Richard Shulman's wonderful Facebook page and Instagram page and follow him. He has a wealth of information to help us navigate through this time. And a lot of it is like, you know, just sing a song, like the story you'll get to hear about him and his dad. So enjoy the podcast and thank you for joining. We also had just a few blips with the audio, but you know, we're doing the best we can here because we're not doing our podcast interviews in person. So I hope that you appreciate that we're doing the best we can. A few audio blips, no big deal you're still going to get the bigger picture. Thanks for joining. Be it as it may that um, we are all walking through this together with COVID-19. I'm quite sure that your mindset is, um, is up to par. Well, I mean, it's, I, I'm inundated like everyone else only, you know, I actually have to do my best to calm people down instead of inciting them, you know, like, it seems like everything else is is aimed at getting people upset. Mm-hmm. Especially if they're watching media all day long. Oh my God! It is, you know, it's it's really uh, it's an you know everybody says this is an event like I've never seen in my lifetime. It kind of is in a way. I mean, it's sort of like I don't know if you were here when Hurricane Irma. Was I was. Are you kidding? Scared to death. You know, and, and we were watching it and, you know, maybe it was going to hit, maybe it wasn't. But it was just, you know, if you got in the car, you could drive to Georgia. Right. <laughs> this one, you can't drive. You can't drive away from and that. And, you know, it's a very interesting event from that perspective. And, you know, uh, this is a, this is an, um, the reaction of, of uh, in my opinion, the reaction of the public is a result of a lot of, of uh, really bad conditioning. You know, most people, they don't trust what the government has to say. And gee, I wonder why. Mm-hmm. They don't trust what Big Pharma has to say. And gee, I wonder, wonder why. why. <laughs> you know, they uh, last year they made a big deal about measles, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody had to be vaccinated for me- measles, you know. And, and people in my generation were looking at each other going, what's the big deal? So there's a lack of trust. And now this thing comes along. Why are we supposed to trust you now? Vioxx, I mean, you know, Gardasil, all these things where we've been lied to. And now we're, we're supposed to trust these people when our when really our lives and, and our country's lifeblood is depending on it. Mm-hmm. So what that does is it creates extra fear. And when people have fear, they get extreme and they want structure. So they're going to take, you know, one structure would be, oh, listen to what the president says or listen to what this doctor says. And another structure is, no, 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 I'm going to I'm going to listen to what what uh, this alternative guy says. And 
people don't know what to do. So all, all they do is they feed off their fears. And no one, or it's very rare that I'm hearing a, an approach that's sober and balanced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not getting that. It's it... well. That's wait a second. Well, that's why we're having. Oh, that's true. Okay. Okay. Well, oh yeah. Okay. 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 But I mean, you know, <laughs> but I, you know, uh, this is what I've been listening to, and and I've been trying to, I've been doing a lot of a lot of homework on this, and um, you know, um, Frank Zappa once said that politics is Hollywood for ugly people, <laughs> and these guys love getting in front of the TV, especially scientists who never get a chance to get in front of the TV. So who knows what the agenda actually is with, with all this stuff, you know, and it just feeds fear. I'll tell you, I got a buddy who works in a local hospital and he's, he's, he's not a a grunt. He's a bigwig. And I won't say which hospital and won't say my friend's name, but he's, I asked him, are you guys freaking out right now? You know, just tell me, I won't tell. He says, uh, we have one case. Yep. No, it's the same thing I heard from. Uh, so I interviewed one of my docs in Tampa and he has a concierge practice in Tampa, but he does ER work in a hospital as well, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And he was, he was the same. He was, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's very, that we make sure that it is, but we've heard for days, but there's also a reason that it was called COVID-19 and not COVID-20. This is not something that um, we just found out about. So I wanted to make this podcast available to everybody in our communities, in the healthcare community, in the normal community, to to help ease some of those fears that they might have, right? Sure. So I want, you know, the thing is, I want to be, let me finish. Hold on one sec. I'm sorry. It's okay. I know. Me and you, we're we're New Yorkers. We're probably going to do this a few times. It's all good. But we are, you know, in a, in a time where there needs to be people that have risen above, that have sought out, you know, um, practicing meditation, turning, turning off television, you know, turning to being like others, turning to seeing what you can do to serve um, the people that, that need help, you know, uh, and practicing kindness and, and getting out of self, because that is definitely what I have seen is just a lot of anxiety for myself. I am an introvert, even though some people might not believe that. And I prefer social distancing. And it's not to say I don't love people. I'm okay with this. So this is not, this is not a time where I go into panic, but I do know that a lot of people have been feeling um, that way. So as a psychologist and as somebody, and the reason that I, I, thought you were so wonderful and such a great resource for for everybody to hear today is because I knew that you were doing things I knew of the mindset of well I need to you know get get on some medication and you know you you really talk a lot through trauma and such so I really wanted to make sure that people knew who you were not just because of covid-19 not just because of what we're experiencing now but that there are professionals today and these are the ones that I'm in that really well, thank you, you're welcome but that really have a grounded sense of other earth and you know more of a global uh, thought process versus 
you know, what we do here in the day-to-day media. I want to give people that resource of, of calm and how we practice in our daily lives too. So. <laughs> I, I actually uh, think that this is in the end. I mean, I can't really speak to the, the physical part of this and the numbers and all of that. But for me, this is a great spiritual challenge. Oh, I agree 100%. And, and I have experienced this already. You know, we've been eating dinner at home every mm-hmm. night. We've been hanging out as a group. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm out here with my girlfriend and her daughter, and her daughter is just fantastic. Oh, nice. And, you know, it's a, and, and her sister, and we've been kind of hunkering down here. And it's the family aspect of this should not be underrated. It's really, and I don't put on the TV, you know, there, there's a thing. If you, if I tell a, a patient something and they don't want to listen, they're less likely to listen if I hammer them with it. Anybody who doesn't know to, to wash their hands and to have some distance now, you tell them to do it, they're going to rebel. Mm-hmm. But there's a, a great spiritual, you know, we see a spiritual challenge. We seem to have lost our way mm-hmm. in this culture. Everything is reductionist, scientific, you know, artificial intelligence model. And we have to get back to the humanity of this. The, uh, the key is, all right, so I'm, I'm, I have a few people here and we're hanging out, but, you know, everybody's hanging out more or less alone. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? We're together in that isolation. And it's, it becomes a common experience that we can bond with. And, you know, because of the Internet, I mean, I'm talking to you right. And, and you can and people can reach out with video. Mm-hmm. I've talked to friends in California on uh, on video platforms. I've talked to patients. Um, there's a lot that you can do to to, to comfort yes. each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the key. You know, we, we live in this. Area, and I'll give you another thought. I had um, I'm kind of an empath, as I guess. Yeah, you me too. No, <laughs> I had two panic attacks in the last two weeks and i i haven't had one uh since way before my therapy wow. <laughs> um well what i realized was i was taking on the anxiety of the community and once i said stop rich stop center is this yours and it was no and it just flew out of my mm. body but the ang- the the group anxiety is so high and i was telling my girlfriend's daughter this yesterday she's an empath and i said she says, I'm feeling anxious. I don't know why. I said, well, check out whose anxiety are you picking right. up? And, and I think that people need to consider because, you know, a lot of us, like you and I, are, are empaths. And we will pick up that so stuff. And we have to be mindful not to hold on to it. And, and I've been doing these exercises for years. I, when I first started being a psychologist, I used to take home everyone's mm. symptoms. So how fun how not, <laughs> how not to do that no it wasn't any fun. i couldn't figure it out and then you know somebody schooled me on it so on how to, how not to do it you know and um I, staying away from media how much do you need to hear well this? i'll share something with you that you would appreciate my husband told me last night that um that they were doing uh, a live with Elton John hosting it. It was going to be musicians and singing from their homes. Right. And I thought, well, that's great. I I could watch it 
whenever I want on YouTube. That was my first thought. I don't have to, right, I don't have to watch anything right now anymore, which is fantastic because I don't watch a lot of TV myself. And um, but then I, I turned it on. because I love Elton John. I love music. You do, too. We have this great love. And I thought, how wonderful is it that people are going to be singing from their homes and that to show the world that we're all together in this. And I, I started watching. It was really, really nice. I, I really enjoyed Billie Eilish and I enjoyed. Uh, I never thought I would enjoy it. But as soon as but they put this one woman and this is, you know, this is reality, right? She was this brand new nurse. And she was doing a video and she was freaking out about what was happening. And I looked and I immediately felt something. I didn't know what. I can only even know what to name it. And I looked at Rob and I said, well, I know what's going on in the world already. I don't need to see everybody else's panic right now. I just need to do the thing. That's what we all need to do is just do the right thing. Um, and then I turned it off. Right. And then I just listened to music instead. I didn't need to see it on television. Because it's it's really important, just like you said, especially as empaths, that we do, we're very, also for people that are hanging around some negativity, all of that stuff is so important that we keep way, you know. I have a, I have a great Ooh, story for you. A story. Okay, this is, uh, we have to go back in the, in the time machine. <laughs> we go back to 1965 when there was a blackout, took out the whole okay. Northeast. Okay. Now, I was 12, and from my room in New York, I could see the Whitestone mm. Bridge. And I watched the bridge lights go out. Okay, I watched. So uh, I got downstairs. It was November. It was cold. My father said, go out and get some kindling. I'll build a fire. We had a fireplace. I'm outside in New York City, and there's no lights, no nothing. Mm. Dead. So I'm thinking to myself, what? Is it UFOs? Is it nuclear war? What could possibly? And I, I was getting mm -hmm. scared. Got back inside with the kindling. My mother had been cooking dinner. It was getting cold in the house. It was November in New York. It was cold. So we all put on our winter clothes and we ate in silence because everybody was scared. My father, in perhaps his finest moment, we finished dinner. He, I had this old clunky guitar and he handed me the guitar and he said, Aww. sing. We're going to sing till we are no longer Yeah, afraid. I love this. So I, I played, you know, as a, a few Beatles songs that I knew, you know, and my, my brother knew one song and my father knew a couple of folk songs and we ran out of songs. <laughs> and I said, dad, I don't know any more songs. He said, sing the ones, you know, again, we're going to sing till we are no longer afraid. And that's, that's what awesome. we did. And we all calmed down. Now, part of that was, was sort of the fellowship mm -hmm. in the group, but part of it was just yeah. singing, you know, and I would encourage people to do some creative things, do, do some creative things with the energy. You know, people can meditate and get more into their, into their crazy yeah, thoughts. Yeah, true. I've been only doing guided. Yeah, You're people... absolutely right. I've decided not to be in, yeah. in silence right now. I've decided to do yeah, guided. I, mm -hmm. I agree. I think it's a bad yeah. idea. And I think, you know, if, if you can't go for a big run out in the community, you can you can certainly do some mm -hmm. stretching exercises. If you do yoga, it's a perfect time. You do a little exercise. Don't sit in front of no. the media. It's hammering in your head like a nail between right. your eyes. Right. And we have choices today, don't we? So if you are making that choice every day, you, for whatever reason that is, you want to feel this sort of panic and anxiety 
I, I, Sharon, I wouldn't put it that way. I would say you're conditioned to go towards it. I don't think people want to feel it, but it's familiar. And in a way, familiar is better than hmm. unfamiliar. I think, I, I don't think, because if you say to somebody, do you want to feel that? They'll say no. But, but they're sort of, it's a repeating pattern. It's an unconscious pattern of, of behavior and interaction. Uh, this gloom and doom stuff that we've been living with in, in our culture for yeah. a long time. Um, so I would be careful with saying they want it because they'll fight you. Oh, you're 100% right. I have six people in my mind right now that have fought me on it. So I choose not to say anything. It's your choice. No, you could, you, you, it, it, no, it's, it, but the thing is, what, what you want to do, it's a, <laughs> look, I'm revealing some of my tricks now, I guess. I think of it more like martial arts or maybe magic. I want to somehow get it to be their idea without a frontal assault. <laughs> okay. So um, call me a manipulator. Sometimes that works. Um, <laughs> well, you know, because if, because sometimes what happens is if you're doing boxing with them, they're going to be, because they've got a belief that's ironclad. I've got to be on top of this. If I'm not on top of it, every second watching the news, I might get right. sick. Well, that's no, insanity, of course. But that's what people are programmed to do. You know, and the other thing is, you know, the, the news is always has been for years. If it bleeds, mm -hmm. it bleeds. It's true. It's absolutely true. Well, um, I love the happy thoughts that I was feeling when you were talking about your dad and singing. So I'll have you know that on this past Saturday night, um, I have a very big family. You know, we're Irish. So I don't know what happens. There was like no television during the time. All these children are around. We have about 400 um, cousins. And we all got on Zoom on Saturday night and we, we did karaoke. So uh, isn't that That's awesome? Great. So it was like my, my uncles that are in their 80s and my cousins that are in their 20s. And, and we're going to do it every Saturday at 5 p.m. Isn't that wonderful? wonderful? Because And the joy that I saw in everybody's eyes and it lasted through the night and then it the next day. It, music really does do amazing things for the soul. And it's, it's yeah, vibration. for sure. That's definitely one of the reasons I was like, oh, I know the perfect person to interview today <laughs> <laughs> because you know it. I mean, you know it and you feel it and it does. It, it changes us and it brings us back to a place where we feel good. And it's funny you said the Beatles because that I have been listening to the Beatles so much and I never listen to them, but they make me feel so good, you know? You know the the Beatles were were truly yeah. unique. Their 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 most to me their greatest album was Sgt. Yeah. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club. Now think about it. I grew up with the Beatles. The Beatles, because of the Beatles, I played right. guitar. Um, the Beatles changed my life in so many ways. I don't know anybody when I was growing up who didn't like I know, the Beatles. <laughs> they were a Lonely Hearts True. Club. I've never met anybody. I mean, that everybody. Doesn't like the Beatles. <laughs> would not like them i don't no. know anybody who doesn't like the beatles you know and and they and they were lonely hearts club and there's something about their music that really does make it's true good. it's true well i you know because i got to see on television the one good thing i saw last night was that people can be connected however they did it i will figure it out via zoom or something because i've shared with you that i can't you know i have a guitar i'm looking at my tailor right now and um I know, mean, yeah, big deal. Big deal. It's still sitting there. It hasn't been touched in years. But 
I Pick know, I know. Everybody's telling me that. But the truth is, I only want to learn one song. I think I told you this. I wanted to learn um, The House That Built Me because I want to sing it for my parents more than anything. They love, like, that. Right. Outside. They always which I love. Sing the one. Um, and I will. I don't learn. I'll have you I'll sing it. And we could do it, I'm sure, via Zoom or something. Because I do think it's it's so healing. So um, I want to just maybe get some tips from you for our audience um, of, of things that they can do to feel better besides just listening to music or maybe somebody doesn't sing. I know the dancing has been doing good too. There's been virtual dance parties and DJs yes. have been playing virtually. Um, lots of concerts online, which is great. Comedians too. Comedians, I would encourage, I would encourage mm. people to read. Mm -hmm. um, you know, reading uh, activates a different part of the brain than the visual, um, like TV and mm -hmm. computer screens. And we're, you know, we're getting overloaded in those parts of the brain. And it's, it's very different. That's number one. Number two, this is, you know, sort of standard stuff. Turn off your computer mm -hmm. at night because the... Um, the theory is, and I mean, I think there's some science behind it, that the kind of mm -hmm. uh, lighting they use mimics the sun, so it throws off your circadian rhythm. Um, so I would say move, sing, connect with people, you know, just because they're not in the room with you, or not in your home, connect and yeah. connect every day. You know, you don't know who you're going to touch. You don't know whose life you're going to affect positively. But I think the main thing is, is limit the time. You know, the, the information, but the story has moved quickly. But it's all yes, the same. Yes, exactly. I have no need. Limit, limit the time. Take, take 20 minutes. You'll get everything you need in 20 minutes. And then they keep repeating yeah. it all day long. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I just, I can't understand it myself. It's hard to wrap my brain around Um well, it's, it's mm -hmm. like a mass hypnosis. Is speaking what of is. hypnosis, somebody, I said, speaking of Excuse hypnosis, me? somebody I know that I'm on the call with right now. Yes. <laughs> yes. I do a little, I do a little yes. bit of that. Yes. Well, you know, the, the thing about hypnosis is um, it's really misunderstood for the most part. Anyway, it's just a, a really um, a high, uh, high absorption mm -hmm. of attention. And then people become ease, more easily influenced at, at that point. And I could go into it, you know, in all kinds of psychological science. But the bottom line is trauma is encoded mm. in a trance state. So people are, are, are looking at, at this, the reports on COVID-19 and the numbers. And by the way, the numbers mm -hmm. don't make any sense because everybody has a different idea of when did somebody die from this thing? If you had it and then you had a heart attack, are they counting that you died from COVID-19? I think that's why the numbers are so mm. high in Italy, by the way. Anybody who tests positive at death now died from COVID-19. But I don't really, I don't want to get deeply into that. It's just that we, we don't really have good data on the ground. So what I would say to people is limit the amount of news you get. Yeah play smart you know you're going to get an alert on your phone if you're not allowed out of the house right 
I mean, we've you know, gotten a few alerts, um, and most of it is like and, just and, everybody that is not very intelligent. I need to tell you again: you can't go on your boat yeah. and go to Shell Island or wherever you're going with 90 people. I mean, that's just it's amazing. It, there, the, there's a little bit of a little bit of extra insanity. No extra charge. Right. <laughs> right. It's free. <laughs> That's right. Sure. You get it with you the package. Sure do. You know? This is your membership. So, but, but this is really a, a back to basics mm-hmm. kind of thing. Connect with your roots. Have dinner with your loved ones. Connect with your people all over the, the country, all over the world, yeah. really. Um, connect with people in your community. Do, some, do something for, uh, for somebody else if you have the capability. It's funny, a friend of mine, and he hasn't admitted it to me yet, but I bought this. I think, I'm sure it's him. Um, he, I have a hat that says, Make America Kind. Mm-hmm, I love that. I just got it today. I'm going to take a picture. Oh, please do. On, on the platforms. You know, because I think that the kindness, the compassion, you know, if we can, we haven't had an event like this since September 11, 2001. And it wasn't the same. No, it wasn't. But that, that, captured the entire world. Sure. And I, you know, it's, I read an article about it the other day and how that affects um, alcoholics and drug addicts uh, going to meetings and not going to meetings. And of course, it's very sensitive to me. I've been, I've revealed myself already thoroughly in my book. And I know that we've spoken about it ourselves and I'm speak, Hey, I'm speaking in New York tonight at 7 p.m from my office at home. <laughs> I mean, it's wonderful. You know, I, I get to connect with people I haven't been able to connect with. I'm going to go to meetings in Ireland. I'm going to go to meetings in Italy. There are so many ways for us to connect. We all need community, right? But we don't Absolutely. actually have to physically go. At, for once, maybe, we have to be a little bit uh, selfless versus selfish self-seeking and self-centered let's 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 call it taking care of ourselves okay we could call it that because if you say selfish or selfless it brings up all kinds of other things we're going to take care of ourselves by taking care of ourselves we'll take care of the people around us. let's take care of the people around us by staying away from them that's good that's what i'm, that's yeah, what I'm talking that's about that's good and you know look because we just don't know. And see, this is the other thing that I have a problem with. And you know I have problems with everything. <laughs> I'm not just a clinical psychologist. I'm a cynical psychologist who, by the way, believes in positivity. Go I imagine that. Um, but I, I wonder when I see these guys on TV, either what do they know that they're not telling us? Or maybe they just don't know. And if they don't know, I wish they'd say something. I, I, I heard a great interview today. A guy was talking about Winston Churchill during the V2 uh, bombing of London and how his countenance, his very presence emboldened and encouraged the people in London as they were, you know, they got hit 57 days mm. in a row. Mm-mm. It's pretty impressive. So he would get up on the, on a rooftop when, when the, when the rockets were coming in. He'd get up on the rooftop and everyone, oh my God, the prime minister is on the <laughs> rooftop. And he was very, very sober. You know, this is very dangerous, right. you know. But then he would talk about all the things that they overcame, yeah. all the battles that they had won. And I think we need, to, we need to think about that, too. You know, we've come through a lot of stuff in this We country. sure have. And nobody's mentioning that now. <laughs> I wish we would. Mm-hmm. 
you know, we pulled together in, in many, many times. And maybe that's what will come out of this, you know. I wish they would, they would stop doing this partisan stuff, you know. We're just one, one nation fighting this thing that we don't know how bad it is. We don't know how many people are going to die. We're not sure if we're all going to get it or none of us are going to get it. We're not sure of anything. Right. But what we are sure of is that um, it will make this world a better place once we do get to the other side, because Mother Earth has had a great healing since we've all been inside and not put so much CO2 into the atmosphere. I can see it in the water when I'm riding my bicycle through um, Clearwater Beach and not going on the beach, just riding and seeing, I've seen so many butterflies and it's wonderful. I mean, it's a, it's a horrible time, but if you are really centered in positivity, like you mentioned, and centered in kindness, we will all- I would, I would say one thing about the future. If we choose to live in the fear of the next pandemic, then we're done. We're cooked. Yeah. I don't because, even give that energy at all. I don't even, not even. Well, if, I, I don't, I don't, I don't live there, but a lot of people are going to say. Those you know, people would have already. Do what you need to do, government. Because it's too damn positive. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll give, I'll grant you that. Okay. Thank you for, for reminding me of that. I yeah, the, the, the only people that would listen anyway, to this yeah. are the ones that could stand that there's actually reaching the person that I'm to, and then that reaches the audience, because that's really all that matters, is that we we have a few select people in the world that are going to be the ones that speak out. We're going to be the ones that speak our truth. We're not going to say maybe the popular thing, but we're certainly certainly going to encourage others to just, you know, hold on, you know, turn inside a little bit, get in touch with yourself, call the kids, um, FaceTime, call the grandmas, call the grandpas, put the kids in the background, put the dog, put the cat. You know, make people laugh, um, play that music, do karaoke exactly. on Zoom. I'll give you, I'll give you okay. one, more, one more thing. You know, yes. um, compassion. Now, for me, for me, compassion has three elements. Usually we only talk about two. Compassion has empathy. Compassion has kindness. Mm-hmm. Compassion has action. And if the action is have, being distant for a bit, if the action is reaching out, if the action is buying somebody groceries who's sick, I mean, that's what we're talking about, that we that we not don't just it's this is mm-hmm. not just pie in the sky here. Positive. Yes. Empathy. Yes. Kindness, of course. But action, positive action. And I guess that, that the danger is 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 living in the fear and that's, you know, we're talking to the, the group of people. I'm talking to the group of people now. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, there are people who have decided, you know, this is the worst thing ever. They're already shut you down and me down. There are people who have decided, yeah, we're going to we're going to make lemonade out of these lemons. But then I think there's a group that isn't sure. And I think that if we can get them to not live in fear, then we're going to have that outcome. Well, that uh, let's hope for the best. I love um, some of the thoughts that you brought into this podcast about um, this being a spiritual challenge and us all together as a globe in isolation. 
that we are not alone in it, that we are all together. Because, you know, I've said this a few times as of recent, that isolation is something I've been talking about for 25 years, because that's what we talk about in recovery rooms. And now it's like the big word for everybody. And um, it's amazing that, you know, isolation has always been looked at as, as a, a dangerous type of thing, where now it's it's really the best thing that we can do is to, you know, keep our distance from others. But um, I love that you named it a spiritual challenge because I really do think that's what it is. I think that we, we can all persevere through this. I do believe that we will be better. Um, and I will, I will keep, I will keep, feeling it. I will keep um, uh, speaking it. And I think that, you know, people like you will be more sought out also after because, oh, and I started doing um, uh, preventative mental health. So, because I feel very good, right? Thank goodness, because I practice every day uh, feeling good. But I've been doing um, teletherapy just to show that, you know, and who knew I was doing it before this started. So I started in the beginning of March. And now I really do look forward to speaking to this gentleman at the end of the week. And, um, and it's fantastic because we really, we should all be working on our mental health, our mental wellness um, and not waiting until there's a disaster, right? It should be a daily practice. Well, you, well, you know, if, I'll give you, I'll give you a good one. If you're if you're working on your mental health, you you'll go. have mental wealth. Ooh, ring a ding ding. Hashtag mental wealth. <laughs> it was so good talking to you. Um, you. Same here. Thanks for no, thanks me for too. And, me. and happy Doctor Day. Happy Hallmark Holiday. <laughs> okay, I'd go to the store, but I can't, okay. and I and get you something. But my my gift to our community is to share the blessings that I have received by meeting wonderful human beings and professionals such as yourself. So thank you so much, Dr. Richard Shulman. We will have all of your information on the podcast of how people can reach you. And I look forward to speaking to you again soon. You're welcome, Sharon. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you so much. Keep doing it. You're doing a great job. Hey, and everybody, oh, buy book. That makes me want to really cry. Good. Thank you. I, I read you. it. I read it. I appreciate I it. it. I liked it a lot. Well, listen, so, yeah, I know somebody else that has a great now. book that's pretty darn good. <laughs> well, that's right. You can buy mine, too. Okay. <laughs> I figured I'd throw a plug in for both of us. Anyway, thanks so much. It was yes, great let's do that. Take you. care let's of yourself. Stay soon. safe, but stay away. Bye-bye right. now. <laughs> Goodbye. Stay healthy. Bye.